0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Time Soccer Podcast, April 6th, it's a Monday once again, and quarantine day number, yeah, quarantine day number, question mark, question mark, question mark, how you been holding up?
1: Living life, bro, trying to to make the best out of it.
0: I've actually been really busy, I've actually been really busy, like school's picked up again, like finals are uh, in the next couple weeks. I have to do some studying, have to do some online assignments. Yeah, same. Been doing, taking care of the fam so everybody can stay home, so I have to go out and get the groceries and everything. You know how it be sometimes.
1: I know how it be. I, uh, yeah, uh, same thing for me, I guess. Uh, lots of projects. It's like, it's all piled up in, like, one week. So it's, like, the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, semester's supposed to be over soon, right? So, everybody kind of, and everything was on pause for a while, so everything's kind of, like. Bunched up into one little uh like window where you have to get everything done.
1: Exactly. So, I mean,
0: after this, oh, you munch. You still munching on some Mike and Ike's? No.
1: Hey, hey, no free cloud. No free cloud. No free cloud. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Hey, that was a one. F- you got one free pass. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind.
0: All right. Never mind, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, so to follow up on what we've been doing the last two episodes. Um, this week, we're doing our starting 11 for the Bundesliga, which, honestly, I'm pretty excited about just because I like the Bundesliga. I know you like the Bundesliga as well.
1: I do like the Bundesliga indeed. Uh, top three best league in the world? Question mark?
0: Is it one of your... Uh, it is for me. Is it your third favorite?
1: Uh, I think, for me, it, it would go like La Liga, The Premier and then Syria. I mean, no. The Prem, Bundesliga, then Syria.
0: Wait, La Liga is your favorite? Yes. Wow. Wait, why?
1: I think the quality is better. Overall.
0: You think? Okay. See, I disagree. Just because I think, like, the quality on the upper half may be better. But the quality on the lower half doesn't compare to the quality of the lower half of the other leagues. Even though, I guess, I I've I have seen, like, this season especially, like, the bottom teams beat, like, Madrid and take points from Barca and stuff. So I guess maybe I just don't watch La Liga enough, but um I think overall Bundesliga is like one of the most exciting leagues to watch. Um it's just always there's like all the teams are like fast-paced. You know what I mean? Like it's all the counterattacking football is so crazy. And the Premier League, the Premier League like literally anybody can beat anybody on any given day and the race is usually the toughest except this year
1: i feel like counter was a big uh team for german football in a while i mean you remember 7-1 counter that was a counter clinic
0: yeah i know remember you remember that really well
1: i just watched it again yesterday bro i just watched the first half five goals i think four of them were like basically counters
0: it was uh man i feel so bad for brazil
1: Bruh, I don't want to I don't want to get into it because uh, I actually got a DM after in my story because the one I have a friend that used to play here that's actually Brazilian, and he was like, please don't like remind us or whatever. So I was like, my, my fault, bro. I kind of felt bad about that.
0: Your World Cup, you're the favorites to win it all. You have the highest stakes. You have like one of your best teams in a long time since like the Ronaldinho era, and you lose seven one to the German giants.
1: Yeah, but I mean. When you look at the when you look at the eleven, like you can kind of question that. Like, I didn't, I don't know where Dani Alves was.
0: I know, but like, fucking Neymar was supposed to carry the whole team. Like he was, he was like the star of the tournament.
1: Yeah, but he got injured. So.
0: And then they lost seven one. Yeah. There's no excuse to lose seven one when you're if you're like one of the best teams in the whole world, national teams in the whole world. You can't lose seven one against anybody. And it wasn't even close. It was like. Germany could have scored probably like 10 goals but they, the second half they were like alright let's not embarrass them too much we already put 5 in it was 5-0 at halftime
1: I'm going to ask you a question that I got, I got asked today and I want to see think about it and then tell me what you think at the end of the episode do you think this was uh, one of the best performance from a Germany's perspective or one, was it one of the, the worst performance from a Brazilian perspective in the World Cup history
0: I'll answer at the end but obviously it's a bit of both but I'll answer at the end remind me
1: yeah yeah so, uh, who do you want? Do you want me to start with your 11, or do you want to start with your 11? Because I know you put a lot of thought into it.
0: Honestly, well, I struggled making my 11, just for, like, um, I, I struggled with the defense and with my midfield a little bit. I couldn't uh, decide. I was, like, alternating so many players. Because I found myself having, like, all the best players around four teams, like, all the, the, like, the actual best players around four teams, and finding... Um, like the gems for the other teams was kind of difficult sometimes for me. Um, so I'll go first. I feel like you uh, maybe know a little bit more of the players that are not in the top four. But uh, I'll go first, and then you can give me yours. I'm going with the four two three one once again, and it's my favorite formation. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of want to keep it like a a standard for all my lineups, just so I can compare maybe afterwards and see uh, we can compare all our lineups and see which would uh, which teams would be best overall. But uh, in, goal, in goal, I have uh, the former uh, PSG man, Kevin Trapp. I'm sorry, what is your formation? 4-2-3-1. 4-2-3-1. Sorry. Uh, so I got Kevin Trapp in goal from Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, and just to remind everybody that uh, the rules we have for our starting eleven is not the best Bundesliga team starting eleven. What we're doing is we're choosing... You can only... We're making a starting eleven and uh, three bench spots, but you can only choose one player from each team. So let's say I just chose uh, Kevin Trapp from Frankfurt. I can't have any other Frankfurt player in my lineup or on my bench. So that's what it, it kind of adds a level of difficulty when you're making these lineups of like which player you want to choose from uh, the teams because obviously I could make uh, the best Bundesliga squad with like players from Bayern, Dortmund, and uh, Leipzig. and That's it. I would have the best team. So uh, Kevin Trapp in goal. Uh, for left back I have uh, Jonas Hector from Kohn What do you think?
1: Well you can't use it.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we just talked about this uh before, but uh we both forgot Kohn was relegated. Uh,
1: I got another option. Do you wanna I can give you an option if you want.
0: Um yeah, go for it.
1: Uh you can try uh depend if you have any R type Berlin players it doesn't work, but if you don't, uh Marvin Plattenhart. From what team? Berlin, Hertha Berlin.
0: Um, I have a player on my bench from Hertha Berlin, so, but uh, we'll we'll put him in there for now. I have another. I have a, um a right back I could use as a left back. Do you know? Do you have a Philip Max?
1: I do not have Philip Max. I think it's Freiburg, right?
0: Uh, o- uh, Augsburg.
1: Augsburg. Okay. Yeah, I don't have him on there on here, but yeah, I mean,
0: he usually plays right. He usually plays right back, but uh, I'll slot him in on my left back. He was on my bench. Um. For my center back pairing, I have uh, Kevin Vogt from Hoffenheim and Matthias uh, Ginter from Munching Gladbach. Do you have him as well?
1: <laughs> I do have him as well, yeah.
0: It was a good choice, honestly. I mean, I, w- I want Munching Munching <laughs> is. Uh, they were leading the le- the league for most of the year.
1: At some point, yeah, they were leading the
0: league. For the fir- I would say the first third of the league, they were leading at the top. And I feel like now they're kind of, they were tailing off near the end uh, before the season was put on pause. Um, they kind of fell, out of fell out of the top three. Which I think we kind of predicted, but we didn't, it's still kind of close. But I think out of the top five teams that were like challenging for the title, they've been the team that's kind of like fell off the most. Um, so I have uh, Ginter from there. Then on my right back, I have uh, Daniel Caliguri from Schalke. Um, he's supposed to be a free kick specialist as well, right?
1: Khalid Kuri is a left-footed. Yeah, he's good with free kicks. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure he's good with free kicks. That's why I chose him. I wanted to have a little bit of a variety there from Schalke. Um, so that's my defense. Um, I, 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 I'm. It's crazy that we both forgot about uh, Cologne getting relegated, but it is what it is. Um, for my center mids, I have uh, Davi Klaassen from Werder Bremen, and I also have a. Uh, Joshua Gilavogi from Wolfsburg. And these two teams, there was like so many players that fit the mold of what I wanted in my midfield. Um, I decided on uh, these two, but I could have easily uh, picked uh, their teammates as replacements instead. Uh, Especially Werder Bremen, I I feel like they have a really solid uh, midfield. Um, So now going into my attacking four, as my cam playing right in front of these uh, center mids, I have uh, Thomas Müller from Bayern Munich.
1: Ooh, you went with Thomas Müller.
0: I know there there were so many choices. Last episode, I think I said I wanted Lewandowski on my team. Um, I decided against it. I went with Thomas Müller. I just, like, honestly, Thomas Müller, he reminds me of me. Whoa. Just because, like, he's not, he's not, like, he's a grinder, you know what I mean? Like, he's a...
1: Right place, right time.
0: Right place, right time, but he's also, like, He's just... He tries really hard. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: You realize he has no pace, though.
0: He has pace. I mean, it's not like a... If he was a FIFA card, he's not 90 pace. Mm. But he's in the 80s. Ah,
1: uh, I mean, 80s...
0: I don't think I'm a 90 pace kind of guy.
1: You? Yeah, you're not a 90... Obviously, you're not a 90 pace kind of guy, but I mean... 80? I think 80 is fair.
0: I'd, I'd give myself like a 82, 83 pace. I'll
1: concede, because I know the old you.
0: But Mueller is just like a... He's he's well-rounded as a player. He can, he can do it all. And he's very reliable, um, so I I love Thomas Muller on the left wing. I have uh, Leon Bailey from Leverkusen. This kind of seemed like a, a like a obvious choice to take. There was other options from Leverkusen, but I think Leon Bailey's the the flashiest one. Um, as my right wing, I have Jadon Sancho, my favorite uh, Bundesliga player right now. My future, uh, one of my future favorite Manchester United players. Um,
1: Knock on wood.
0: <laughs> yeah I'm a knock on wood but uh, yeah I hope that gets done I mean especially recently I mean maybe if we have time we'll talk about some transfer news later but uh, I've seen very positive uh, very very positive uh, Jaden Sancho news for United every day I, it feels like there's more positive reports but uh, you won't believe it till it, it, it's done I hope it doesn't drag out like the Bruno deal but
1: I really feel like we've spoken about Sancho to United at least for at least a month in a row at least.
0: I mean, yeah, but the transfer window's closed. What do you want?
1: It better happen. It better happen. That's what I'm saying.
0: It better happen. But as my striker, I have a Timo Werner from Leipzig. I think probably best striker in the league, if barring Lewandowski. Uh, um, yeah, I think he's also reliable. He's probably a future uh, Premier League player. Um, I think links are uh, linking him to uh, Liverpool most, which would be pretty crazy. Um... I would not be happy with that, but uh, he's he's a young player. He's younger Every I feel like he's he's been like a top striker for a long time, but he ha- really hasn't. He's just been like you you heard the name, but now he's 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 like what twenty three? Yeah, but he started.
1: I think he came in the league. He was like seventeen from when, the, when he played for Stuttgart.
0: Yeah, he was young. So like you always heard the name like as a as a prospect, and now he's finally doing it on the biggest stage. So good for him, man. Timo Werner. Um, on my bench, I had uh, Salomon kalu uh, from Hertha Berlin. I had, uh, yeah, I had uh, Philip Max from Augsburg, which I guess uh, now you could put him in at the left back spot. And uh, Jean-Paul Botis from Mainz for my midfield. And yeah, that rounds out my squad. I had difficulty choosing my defenders and my midfield just because uh, I feel like out of the top four, the quality of player was like, they're very everybody is like very close together and trying to find players that are from teams that are not the top 4 and only one per team at a certain position and whatnot was uh, pretty difficult but overall I'm pretty happy. I think my my forward like my attacking uh four is is stacked.
1: All right. I like it's not a bad lineup. I honestly think mine might be a little better but let me just give it to you so you can actually understand more. Uh so I went with a 433 uh Probably my favorite formation
0: as I mean it's basically like a four two three one.
1: Yeah, I'm it's it's really backing forward between the two, but I think I'd rather go for four-three-three lately. I feel like it's the one that I'm more comfortable.
0: How are you how are you setting up your, your mid three?
1: So one six two eight, as always. One center mid and two central mids. Um so in net uh from Fortuna Dusseldorf on low for Manchester City, uh Zach Stefan. Uh, U.S. number one. Uh, it's probably due to the MLS experience that he also has that I remember that I probably pick him. Because I feel like he's one of the most reliable when he's not injured. Uh, he's very good for shot stopping. He's good with his feet. He's also good on PKs. Uh, he's made a, a couple of good PK saves. Not only for Dushel Duff, but like for Columbus Crew when he used to play as well. Uh, there's rumors of him becoming City's number two in the future. Time will tell. But... He's a solid goalkeeper to have. So that's my uh, Zach Steffen in net.
0: Uh, at yeah, I know you're. I know you're really high on him. So
1: yeah, I'm pretty high on him. Uh, so at right back, I have John Joe Kenny from Shaka on loan from Everton. Uh, is he on Maybe he might not be on loan, but he's from he used to play for Everton. So John Joe Kenny, former England under twenty, he was in that team. I believe was in that team that won the World Cup in 2017. If I remember correctly, so a strong le- right back, solid likes to attack. He's very good defensively on one on ones as well. So uh, he's up and coming, pretty young, pretty young player. So in another English young player that comes in the in another young English player that comes in the Bundesliga for minutes, and uh, it looks like it's working out for him so far. Uh, at left back, I went with Jerome Roussillon from Wolfsburg. I don't know what I did it with a French accent.
0: Yeah, I had him in my squad at the beginning, and then I kind of wanted a Wolfsburg player somewhere else, so I alternated him out.
1: I, I initially did too, but I ended up going back to him because of, I guess he's one of the, I guess most consistent.
0: He's one of the best. He's one of the best in the league.
1: Yeah, he's one of the best in the league in terms of consistency and like plays and everything. So, uh, he has a good left foot, good cross on the ball. He likes to attack. He's very more. At- he's more attacking. That's that would say defensively. So, uh, you gotta appreciate that. Um, so Jérôme Roussillon le- At left back My center back partnership is Dio Upamecano from Leipzig And Matthias Ginter from Mucingladbach
0: mm, Wow, you chose a defender for Leipzig You had so many other options too
1: Yeah, but he's probably the like Top 3 best defender in the league So far this year, and he will probably move As well, he's ex- I'm expecting A big money move for Upamecano this summer and uh, Ginter is just a solid Bundesliga veteran he's been there for a while i mean he's a national team reliable as well so he's uh he's got to be in there my middle three so at the six i went with Charles Arangis from Bayer Leverkusen Chile international uh, my my man is just a grinder a fighter for the ball i'd say he's more of a he's a more technical Gary Medel i don't know if you remember Gary Medel from uh, Chile He's a uh, very hard on the ball, tackles hard, but he's also very technical, so he can play the right way as well. And he likes to score once in a while; he can get a couple goals in. Uh, my one of my my central mid, my two central mids, I have Vladimir Darida from Erta Berlin. He's actually the player that covered the most ground in the Bundesliga so far this year. So uh, I wanted someone, obviously, someone that will be a kind of a box to box. Reliable midfielder, which I think he is. Uh, international from the Czech Republic. Uh, my other central mid, Daishi Kamada from Frankfurt. Uh, he's guy. He's had a good season so far this year. He's probably one of best, he's probably been one of the best Frankfurt player. I remember him playing against Arsenal, and I don't know I don't know if it was a qualifiers or whatever, but he did beat us. He did do us pretty good in the Europa League, scoring two good goals. But overall, he's just a good player. Uh, maybe he'll be a good a future best player for the national team of Japan uh, that remains to be seen but I feel like he's, he's up and coming and he's he's having a great season so far with uh, Frankfurt now my front three
0: uh, I'm really curious now
1: that well you shouldn't be because Sancho is in there yeah I got Sancho I have Sancho on the, on the right side enough said I don't think there's any much to be said here one on one it's hard to he's hard to like not he's hard to like keep up with one-on-ones um, Robert Lewandowski obviously a striker best striker in the league I think it's safe to say
0: yep well, argue he can, he's in the conversation with best striker in the world I don't know who you would take instead of him who would you take instead of Robert Lewandowski
1: right now I would take Lewandowski I don't know I can't tell anybody else
0: right like I think he's the best striker in the world right now
1: yeah I'd say so I think Bayern is probably the team the most team in form in the world too to be honest I believe that if the how the Champions League got on? Maybe they win it. Or it's, assuming that it's a final between him and Demon City, maybe they win it. But um, I mean, I guess we'll see if that ever happens. And my right wing is Milos Ratchitska from Werder Bremen. It's a good winger, good one-on-one as well. He's scored. He's probably been Bremen's best players this season, as far as I know. So um, he's up and coming. I've heard that there's a couple of big clubs on him in the Bundesliga as well as abroad as well. So, yeah, watch out for him. So, and uh, he uh, completes my 11. My bench, I have Sebastian Rudy from uh, Offenheim. Bundesliga veteran. He used to play for Bayern. He played for Odorman as well. And I think he also played for Chalka, So, a good, he's got a good experience with the national team as well. Uh, Jeffrey Bruma as a center back. A solid, solid Dutch player. And Alfred Finn from uh, Augsburg. As a replacing striker or something, also gets injured or is tired or whatever. He's a good striker as well. He had a good season last year and he's starting to have a good season as well this year. But that is my eleven. I did not put Maximilian Arnold, and that's that was one of the guys that I was kind of missing. But I needed. I already had a voice player, so that's the gun That's the guy that I wanted to have, but I wasn't able to. But overall, I'm pretty satisfied when I, with my eleven. I think it's a. I'm
0: surprised the. Uh... You didn't go with uh, Leon Bailey, cause I know you're you like him a lot, and you also wanted him of Arsenal.
1: Yeah, maybe I could have done that as, and put Rudy as a number six, and then put instead of Ratchitska, put it in put Bailey there. You could interchange again, but you like you said, like I told you last week, like I would I could make my eleven right now, and two seconds later, to, like regret it and like think about changing things. But yeah, Bailey could have been an option as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. But there's a lot of there's a lot of good attacking players in the Bundesliga. Like obviously there's there's great players all around, but I feel like um they have very good finishers, like people that know how to just put the ball in the back of the net. Which honestly is what you want with a striker. Like he can do all the step overs you want, but if he can't put the ball in the back of the net, like nothing's going to matter. And I feel like like the Germans just are historically just good at just being like finishers. Finishers. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly, 7-1. Like, they had Klose, who's, I think, still the leading scorer in World Cup goals. Um, Mueller going to take over. And when you think, like, in the history, is a German and then going to be surpassed by a German again. Like, it just goes to show, like, their style of play and what they're known for.
1: Yeah,
0: German efficiency. Exactly, German efficiency. So, all in all, I think think our, our teams are... Uh, pretty equal I think you may, may probably have uh, a little bit of, of an advantage in the defense and in the midfield so I would give I would give this one to you
1: okay I'll take it I'll take the win thank you very much
0: since I, I mopped the floor with you in the BPL one and uh, in La Liga I, I think I had the edge as well but I'll give you the Bundesliga one
1: barely you edge you barely edge me in La
0: Liga but I'll give you the Bundesliga one okay cool
1: So what's next, Serie A or Liga? I know your answer already. Uh, MLS? Oh, you want to go MLS before Serie A? (laughs) No, no, no,
0: no, no, I was just joking. We can do Serie A, we do Serie A next, and then MLS, and then, uh, I guess we'll do Liga. (laughs) I mean, now it's just for the memes, now it's just for the memes, but, (laughs) uh, I think it's funny. But yeah, next week, I guess we'll do Serie A, and then see how that goes. Um, yeah, I think Serie A is going to be easier than the Bundesliga just because I feel like...
1: Uh, that one will be interesting too, but I think it might be easier.
0: I feel like there's less options than the Bundesliga. Like the Bundesliga, you have a lot of players to choose from that are like in the same level. I feel like with the Serie A, I, it's easier to to differentiate them. That's it.
1: I guess it's... You say this now, but I guess what by the time you make it, we'll see.
0: Yeah, once I start looking at the list of players and everything, I'm going to be like, ah, shit, I don't even know who to put here. But we'll see how it goes. I mean we're both having Ronaldo on our team. You don't know that. You're not going to put Ronaldo in your team, I'll, I'll have an instant win.
1: You don't know that. that
0: that's like a, as it that's like if you don't put if you didn't put Messi in your La Liga team. Your whole team would have been invalid. You literally don't have a choice. I mean
1: Your whole team would have been invalid just denies my whole team cuz Messi's not in
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Juve has a Juve has a lot of quality players, but if you don't put Ronaldo there as the one that you're taking from that team?
1: Yeah. Uh that's the thing like they have a lot of
0: quality players it's true It's true
1: i guess we that well i will see we will see we will see
0: we'll see we'll see um okay now we wanted to talk about last week we did our top five favorite slash greatest free kick takers of all time and this week we're doing the same thing but for penalty takers honestly this one was a lot harder for me than last week's like free kicks i had a lot of uh like, memories with some good free kicks that helped me make my choices. But with penalties, um, I have a lot of memorable ones, but the memorable ones I have aren't uh, always from, like, the greatest penalty takers of all time level, you know? Like...
1: Yeah, I guess... I'd say m- mine was easy, but I didn't put any orders into it. I just have a five.
0: Okay, you gotta put an order. That's the whole point.
1: I mean, yeah, I can I can think of an order right now. Like, the ways...
0: Okay, okay, you'll give, you'll give me your five and then... Uh, Okay, give me give me your five first, and then we'll kind of try to put them in order, and I'll give you my five after.
1: Okay, so I have uh, Mario Balotelli, Dimitar Berbatov, Lewandowski, CR seven, and Messi. That's my five.
0: Well, that was not what I was expecting at all.
1: Y- yeah, I know. Ber, you know what you expected, Berbatov.
0: I didn't expect Berbatov. I mean, I'm happy. I'm a big Berbatov fan, to be honest. Um, Dimitar. The Bulgarian king, but um... why Berbatov? Tell me.
1: I just like the technique. I think you know how he's always like so casual in his play, and he's always he's kind of very he's very elegant when he played.
0: Elegant is the perfect word.
1: Yeah, like Mr. Elegance. He was very like calm and collected. Like he' was, never looked like he was like under pressure, even though he was. But like you can, he doesn't even make it look like he was. So I feel like he was always kind of casual in his PK takers and. It kind of threw the goalie off because you expect a like a strong shot or like a, I guess a bullet in the net, but he just passes it in the net, and I gotta I kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. Honestly, him like his his touch of the ball is like crazy. You know, you know that goal against I think I'm pretty sure it's uh, Spurs right on the on the edge of the, t- of the corner line. Yeah. Oh my god, I could watch that on replay all day. Him controlling the ball as well, and honestly, he's a pretty hilarious guy. Um. So, yeah, that's, that one shocked me. Um, CR7, not shocking. Messi, actually a little shocking. He's not one of the, I don't think he's one of the greatest penalty takers ever.
1: It was between him and Ibra.
0: I think Ibra over Messi.
1: Would you have, would you have rather put Ibra in there?
0: Just because I, I know like Messi... I've seen Messi miss some like important penalty shots. That's why.
1: Possibly. Oh, that's surprising coming from you.
0: Like, when it comes down to it...
1: True. True. Actually, you make a good point.
0: I've seen I've seen Messi miss multiple times. That's why Messi still the greatest player of all time. But he's not the best free kick taker of all time. Uh, penalty taker, sorry, of all time.
1: Like Ibra, I don't think I, I've seen Ibra miss. I think once. Yeah, I've seen him miss once. I've seen Messi miss more than once. Maybe I'll take Ibra instead of Messi. You might you might actually have a point here.
0: Um, yeah. So if you had to if you had to rank them,
1: uh, I guess I'll say CR seven, Uh, Lewandowski five. Just because I like his technique, to, the, the way he does, he takes okay.
0: it. Okay. Even Lewandowski too. I like. I think. I think he's a good free, uh, penalty taker. But I feel like. Uh, I guess with my list, I went a little bit more of like a all-time kind of uh, point of view instead of like a my favorite kind of point of view. But I'll, I'll mention both.
1: Okay. So I have Lewandowski at five. Uh, I could put uh, Balotelli at four, just because I like his the technique as well. Uh, he he hadn't missed for the
0: longest time. He
1: hasn't missed for a long time, yeah.
0: Well, he no he when he first started, like he had it he hadn't missed for a long time, and then he's.
1: For it took him a while to actually miss one. Exactly. So maybe uh, I'll do Balotelli. At, maybe no, I'll put Balotelli a little bit higher. I'll put CR seven at four because CR seven has missed PKs in the past.
0: Wow, for real.
1: So and he's missed he's missed them at like key moments sometimes. So wow, I'll put,
0: what? Okay, no, I disagree. I disagree with that.
1: Yeah. I, the one, uh, 2013 Bayern Madrid, he missed against Munoz, didn't he?
0: I mean, that's a long time ago. Like, he's also missed in the, when we won the Champions League.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: He missed and then the, the, the John Terry slip.
1: The John Terry slip kind of saved you, but. Definitely.
0: But I, I think he's more than made up for that over the years, but continue. Yeah, yeah.
1: So let's say I got Lewandowski five, Messier seven four, uh, Ibra three, uh, Berbatov two, and Balotelli one.
0: Wow, Balotelli, your your greatest penalty taker of all time.
1: Yeah, although to be honest, to be fair, like I wouldn't put too much emphasis on the numbers. But if I had to put the numbers, it would be it would be that rank, it would be that ranking.
0: Okay, so we're that. This is a. I remember last. When we did the free cake takers you, you had juninho as your, your number one of all time and that's like a a classic now you're going my battle. this one was feels like a very like a personal choice kind of list all the way through
1: yeah i guess you could say that
0: okay so for me i went a little bit more like a all time basis i have some oldies in here um, my fifth best i'll give you my like personal favorites afterwards but i'll give you my, my list right now Fifth uh, best penalty taker of all time. Best slash favorite. I have uh, Zinedine Zidane. Um, Everybody knows the iconic uh, World Cup. Remember it for two things. His headbutt. His headbutt for a red card. And the penalty at the beginning of the game uh, off the crossbar. Chip. Was it? Do you consider that? It was a crossbar. It wasn't a chip chip.
1: It was a penneka, but yeah, it was a crossbar.
0: I have Zidane as my fifth. Um I have Wayne Rooney as my fourth just cuz I feel like he's always been especially ever since like a, a young age like he's always played with like power and like aggressiveness and he's always showed it in his uh, penalties as well especially but in the later years at United he kind of his like play style definitely changed where like we were using him where we needed him um so he ended up playing like um center mid a lot um running the game from there instead of being like a striker and he, he was our captain for a long time penalty taker for a long time and honestly he was extremely reliable and uh, I've always like I, I'm not nervous when you're stepping up to take a penalty shot. Um, number three I have uh, Alan Shearer the Newcastle legend yeah I watched a couple of his uh, penalty kicks and this man was like explosive explosive he scored the most free uh, the most penalty why do I keep saying free kicks it's like every time I go to say I say free kicks. He scored the most penalty kicks in the whole Premier League. Most goals as well in the Premier League. Um, I think him as well. He's just like the definition of just shooting with power. Um, and it's been effective for him. Uh, number two, I have uh, Andrea Pirlo. I mean, he's the... He, he, he'll he embarrass you in, in a penalty kick. He'll embarrass you. Uh, Joe Hart still still has not recovered, I think.
1: Joe Hart is still jumping.
0: Yeah, Joe Hart still jumping. Um, but I think for him, he's also one of those, like, definitions of, like, elegance and class, like, Andrea Pirlo. Like, I could just picture him, like, you know, like, he's sitting on the bench, like, drinking a nice glass of wine, and, like, he comes in and just, like, walks to the penalty spot, just, like, takes a few steps back, runs up, does a little chip, and just goes back, knowing that it's going in. Uh, Andrea Pirlo, yeah, a legend. And my, uh, number one is, uh, CR7, Ronaldo. I know you didn't expect this.
1: Well, no, could the way that your list was going, no, I didn't expect that. I thought it was another an over. Just
0: because I think, honestly, I think Ronaldo is like. I mean, we all have different opinions on Ronaldo. You're e- you're either a Messi or Ronaldo. Hopefully, you like you like both. You can appreciate both.
1: You can appreciate both. Yeah, I think that's the real way to say
0: it. Yeah, for sure. I think any football fan can appreciate both. Um, I'm obviously more on the side of Messi as the greatest of all time. But I think Ronaldo, like, beats him for penalty shots, like, any day. I think Ronaldo is probably the most consistent um, and reliable. Like, he's always there to to score in those moments. Like, when you need him to, he's there for those penalty shots. Like, he has taken a lot of serious penalty shots over the years, and he's converted almost all of them. So, honestly, I can't think of anybody that feels more dangerous from the spot
1: i remember the pk that he took against juve when there was a 3-3 on aggregate i think it was 26 it was 2018 and 2017 2019 when he scored that bicycle the first leg and then the second leg juve comes back 3-0 so it's 3-3 on aggregate and the pk was questionable but i mean the pressure was on and he still took it and like he he placed it well so i mean he got he doesn't have any nerves The pressure doesn't... The moment doesn't get to him. He just... He lives for those moments, yeah.
0: I mean, he wants... He lives for those moments. Like, he wants to be on the biggest stage and do those things. So, I have to give it to him when it comes to that.
1: Mr. Champions
0: League. He is Mr. Champions League, so yeah. I mean, doesn't Messi have more Champions League goals than him? I don't think so, no. No? I think Ronaldo has more hat-tricks. I don't know. No, I don't
1: think so. Ronaldo has more goals than Messi, I think.
0: I think they're they're really close, though. They're, like, really neck-and-neck. I feel like they keep passing each other.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, special honorable mention to uh, Gerard and Lampard. They don't miss too. Those two don't miss much.
0: Yeah. On, I, tried to, I tried to fit them in, but I couldn't find a spot.
1: No, you didn't try to put Gerard in. Don't even try that. Gerard? Yeah. Lampard? Yeah. Not Gerard.
0: Uh, no, not Gerard. But Lampard, I did. But I feel like Lampard deserves to be in before Gerard.
1: Okay. Yeah. I could say that.
0: Lampard's one of the highest scoring midfielders in the Premier League of all time. Like on the all time list, I think he's the highest scoring midfielder. I think he is, like, factually. I think he's in top five scoring in the Premier League of all time.
1: He is, yeah. He's up there. He was one of my... When I when I used to be a Chelsea supporter when I was a kid, and I, I mean, I guess I can remember that part.
0: That was, I've never remembered you for a Chelsea supporter. It's always been Arsenal, but...
1: I know, because by the time I was in high school, I was an Arsenal guy. But then, uh, I guess, middle school, I was Chelsea more often. I guess my players were Drogba, Lampard... And Maluda. That was my three players from uh, Chelsea.
0: No uh, Michael Balak?
1: No Michael Balak. No, I mean, he was good, but it wasn't right. Like... I didn't really think about defensive players much at the time because I wasn't playing defensive myself at that point. But, you know, I got to respect the game.
0: Yeah. For me, honorable mentions uh, Marcus Rashford. I know he's still young, but he has my favorite penalty the PSG penalty. I just. That moment. It...
1: One penalty.
0: I mean, yeah. No, I know it's one penalty, but he's honestly he has he has good technique, but it's still not refined. Like he's missed, he's had a, a bad slumps recently with penalty shots. Um, but I think he's going to develop. He's gonna. I think he's going to end up having like a Ronaldo style for penalty shots. Like uh, he's going to be dangerous like that, in my opinion.
1: Doesn't he already have a Ronaldo style free kick? Anyways, it would only make sense.
0: I mean yeah, they're they're very similar players. You just like when you, when you look at uh, Ronaldo, I think he's like the highest potential possible for what that style of play can achieve. Um he also has the body for it. Rashford's still young, but the PSG penalty
1: Just to clarify, when you say Ronaldo you're talking about CR seven, correct?
0: Yes, correct. But uh the Rashford goal against PSG is like one of my fondest uh football moments in recent history, like on the edge of my... Like, I, I, I lost my voice the next day. Because I was screaming so much. Uh,
1: I heard people got kicked out of their classes because that goal. Cool.
0: Oh my god, I don't even know, but... Like, that... Like, in the grand scheme of things, it's not anything crazy. Just because, like, yeah, we beat PSG after being down with no Pogba. After them, like, embarrassing us. And gloating about it and then we come back and put that in their face. It it honestly was perfect. But then we got eliminated the next round, so it doesn't really mean much, but that goal still has a special place in my heart. Uh, Marcus Rashford. I think I think he's my favorite player right now, but um
1: No he's not. Bruno
0: is. I'm on the Bruno hype train, but Marcus Rashford I've to pick my favorite player. Um
1: Uh I like your list. I like the sheer choice. That was unexpected.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of other options that I could have chosen, like from like the quote unquote like oldies, but I think sheer like kind of like um I I chose him out of everybody else.
1: Maybe Shevchenko as well could have been one.
0: Was he known for his penalty kicks? I don't remember him for his penalty kicks. Not necessarily
1: for his PK. He's more. He's more. I think he was mostly recognized for like his finishing.
0: Shevchenko is an AC Milan legend.
1: And Chelsea, but mostly Milan. Uh, I guess speaking of Serie A for next week for our eleven. I feel like instead of our, I guess if we're gonna do another top five, we should do top five, because I mean, Syria means defense in, in Italian. So we should probably do like a top five center back partnership.
0: I was thinking either top five center back partnership or like top five goalkeepers.
1: Let's go uh, one of the, let's go center back partnership. This week, and we can go. We have a lot of time. Technically, we don't know when this is over. So we
0: have a lot, we have a lot of time. We have a lot of material to cover.
1: We have a lot of material to cover. So I guess we could go with goalkeepers the week after.
0: Okay, so for next week, starting eleven, we'll do the Serie A starting eleven, and we'll also do top five center back partnerships.
1: That is right, and then we'll do any if there's any news that could probably tell us to be. If there's any updates.
0: Yeah, obviously, if anything comes out uh, before then, we'll talk about it on the. On the podcast as well. Yes, sir. All right, so I think that covers it for this week.
1: Short episode this week.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's still f- a little bit over 40 minutes. I don't want to drag it out too long. Keep it nice uh, nice, short and sweet.
1: It makes it easy for me to edit too, so thank you.
0: There you go. Yeah, I'm doing it for you, man.
1: I appreciate the, the, the thought.
0: All right, so anything you want to say at the end? Uh...
1: Not really. I think I've said everything I have to say. The usual reminder: wash your hands. Uh, stay home if you have to. Social distancing, and uh, wear a mask if you can. Cause I feel like now I've heard that it's now a, a necessity, not just in
0: a. I mean, you should be staying home. You should be staying home. We're not professionals. We're not gonna go on a rant about uh, what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. But just stay at home. Be safe. Follow what the directions are, and uh, follow us on our socials. <laughs> That's very important. If you wanna stay safe, follow us on our socials.
1: The longer we stay, the longer we disrespect the rules, the longer we stay inside. I'm not trying to stay inside for the whole summer, so y'all better figure this shit out. This shit out.
0: Did you have plans this summer?
1: No. Well, yes, but I mean, half of half of them are like ruined right now, so.
0: <laughs> I don't want to stay inside all summer. It'll be delayed. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, we get to enjoy some of the good weather. Here in Canada, we don't get too many good months. So we have to enjoy it when it comes, but uh, we're stuck inside for now. So It is what it is, but we're making the most of it. It is what it is. Hopefully we get some Premier League action at some point this year.
1: We'll see about that. We'll get some soccer action, something.
0: And the last thing I want to say, um, I'm really happy that Jaden Sancho will be a Manchester United player. That's it.
1: All right. All right. That's how you want to end it.
0: I think that's it for me. Yeah.
1: All right, Kev. Thank you for this last note. Very helpful.
0: Very uh,
1: predictable. I'd say, so like I said once again, follow us on our socials: real rt rt soccer pod on Insta, rt soccer pod on Twitter, and yeah, uh, have a good rest of your week. Thank you for listening.
0: We'll see you, fudging later.
1: We'll see you. I'm not gonna say that.
0: (laughs) All right, peace. Peace. You're the worst at outros, man. You're so bad. (laughs) Why am I bad? You
1: took it away from me. I didn't like that. Peace. That's two outros now. (laughs)